0: John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know. Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio. John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo. While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars and Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. Oh yeah, John, hello. Hey,
1: how are you Kevin? It's me,
0: Kevin. I'm well. How are you doing? Not well, not
1: too bad. A little warm. But Yeah,
0: yeah, I heard I heard you had AC malfunction issues.
1: Yeah, I mean our 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 compressor went out last night and so we've got a window unit in our bedroom so that way, you know, we can sleep comfortably, but the rest uh, of the house is a little warm at the
0: moment. What is generally the temperature this time of year in uh, in Indiana, where you are.
1: Uh, well, I mean, it's 11:30 Saturday night, yeah, um, and it's still 73 degrees outside. Wow, yeah, and humid, right? Uh, yeah, fairly humid. I mean, it was up in the 80s today, and it felt like the 90s because of the humidity. So.
0: Ah, uh, man, I miss the 90s. Those were good times. <laughs> That's a tease for something else. It is. Um, we're getting ahead of ourselves, though, because we have this episode to get to, which is episode 10. Yes. And I don't. And also, yes, I'm sorry you don't have AC. That sucks, man. You look very sweaty. We're we're working Uh, on getting it fixed. (laughs) Good, man. Yeah, episode 10. And uh, if you listened last week, you already know what we're doing. We're doing music. Mm -hmm. We're each doing a specific genre. I am doing the genre of ska music, and you are doing, John? Shanties. Shanties. And what, I mean, I know we have a quiz. I have a quiz to take, but give us a, a nutshell version. What can you tell us about shanties?
1: Songs that were sung on sailing ships.
0: Sailing Ships. Yep. Yes. Gosh, see, now I want to ask so many follow-up questions already, but I don't want to spoil anything. And that is, that is I think, enough. Um, mm-hmm. And for those that don't know ska music, this is that... Uh, it's so hard because I don't want to spoil any questions. <laughs> if you don't know ska, it's horns, it's, it's uh, upbeat guitar, it's walking bass lines, and I just don't want to say too much because it might come up in questions, but um, some of my... Favorite bands growing up were ska bands, and um, and I'm really excited. I to be honest, John, I feel a lot of pressure <laughs> because I love this music a lot, but I've never been an historian on the topic. You know, I've never been like an uh, an expert, but right. I do know the music very well, and so I feel like I have a lot of pressure to represent the music in an accurate and uh, and enthusiastic way. You know,
1: no, I, I get that. I mean, I don't feel as much of that pressure only because. Although I've enjoyed this style of music for quite a while, it only, I mean, last year on the TikTok and Instagram, it just kind of blew up all of a sudden.
0: Did it really? See, that was yeah. kind of giving me my question is how this got on your radar. So you, you've you well, been aware of these for a while. Oh, but- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, I've enjoyed, you know, the Master and Commander movie, um, which I wish they would make more of those. Mm. But I mean, you kind of get a sense of the music a little bit from that. Um, I mean, even at the beginning of the very first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, that Yo-Ho song, mm-hmm. I mean, that is a style of shanty. That is um, a style.
0: Of, see, there, there's a good reference point for people who right. don't, who wouldn't have it. Is, it's
1: yeah. a slow one, but uh-huh. it's it still has a use.
0: What, what In what ways has it been blown up on TikTok? Now I'm super curious.
1: Uh, there was one song specifically called Wellerman that okay. I, I'm not sure the guy that I, he just kind of put it out there and then it kind of just because with TikTok and Instagram, you can take what's already there and then add yourself to it. And gotcha. so I kind of just did that. And there's a bunch of different versions and remixes of it. <laughs> and it kind of just blew up for, you know, a month or two.
0: Amazing. I can't wait till we blow up on TikTok, John.
1: <laughs> well, we'd have to have TikTok first. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll get on it first and then we'll blow up. It'll It's inevitable. Well, um, let's get into our Tidy Up section then. Here we go. Tidy up before we go-go Any further with the show-show Tidy up before we go-go Fix our mistakes tonight I want to get it right Yeah, yeah, yeah Tidy up and it's all right there in the song. Mm-hmm. We, we, uh, we, we going to fix our mistakes tonight is, uh, is what's sung. And so if we have errors from the previous episode, this is where we tidy them up. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have one. You can see the idea is that we're going to be called out on these things, you know, with a, with a humble beginning. We don't have a lot of people yep. who, are, uh, who are active participants just yet. We have a few here and there. But, you know, we didn't get called out on anything. I did, John, however, call myself out on something via text to you. And mm-hmm. what it was is it was a joke that you made that I missed. I missed it all together <laughs> and so I am I try, trying something new for this tidy up section I actually have audio evidence of this tidy up. So here's what we're going to do is uh, we were talking about our uh, astronom- astrological. astronomy astrological signs. John is an Aquarius and they were described as um, eccentric. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the word eccentric and I, I have little sound effects that bring us in and out of the flashback. So here we go, I'll let, the, I'll let this do the talking. <laughs> I guess I think of eccentric as like really over the top and loud, but it doesn't have to be. It's
1: uh, it's more of like a... I feel like that's more ostentatious.
0: Yeah, eccentric is a little more um, off-the-wall kind of interest. Different kind of right. left of the beaten path, if you will. I mean, um, I, I
1: did wear Vans shoes for quite a long time. So. I
0: did too, I did too. Uh, did you catch it? Did you catch the joke? John, off-the-wall Vans shoe. That's the slogan of Vans shoes. Mm -hmm. off the wall and so he was saying well i did wear van shoes for and i'm sitting there thinking like yeah okay that's not that crazy (laughs) that's not that eccentric i wore van shoes too (laughs) and i just blew right past it
1: i I wondered if you recognized it and then just decided to just kind of go with it or or not but
0: yeah i get in my head sometimes and i i um i'm like well I think there's something there, but I can't quite figure it out. So I'm just going to keep talking and and talk my way out of this. And I should have just paused and thought, oh, John, you are a hilarious young man. And that was a great joke. And so now I'm acknowledging you here. So well done. Great joke.
1: Well, I wouldn't say I'm young anymore, but (laughs) we we, we both are uh, starting to border that uh, midlife.
0: Midlife. Yeah. We're getting into old man territory here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This isn't a tidy up, but, you know, you mentioned that we don't have a lot of people yet that are as interactive as we would like, which is fine. And that might just be because they've not listened to the end of the show yeah, and know that they can reach us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You know, we've got a Patreon that you can find us on and you can find all of that info at lackofgenius.com
0: the hub that's the our hub, hub. yeah we, yes. u- we usually save that for the end of the episode and maybe people are skip- and yeah aside from just promoting that we're on all these things we we like to really encourage people to communicate with us we mm-hmm. want to hear it we want your feedback we want to hear what you we want you to call out our mistakes so we understand that comes with time so we're you know we mm-hmm. just want to continue to be diligent and consistent and uh, and encourage you to do so yeah. so with that said we're going to get into our we're going to get into quiz time yeah yep. here we go <laughs> It's time to take a quiz or two Like a genius podcast doing this for you You may fail, but it ain't no lie Baby, it's quiz time Don't really want this quiz to be tough I just want to pass one because I failed enough It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie Baby, it's quiz time Yes. Again, lackofgenius.com, that's where you can take this quiz if you want to. That's where John and I will be reading and taking this quiz ourselves from. Yep. And uh, I am asking you the first question this week about ska music. You are. Here we go. Let's do it, John. I'm excited. We're just going to jump right in. John, here's number one on ska. Which of the following is not one of the eras of ska music? Okay, one of the eras of ska music. Third wave, Jamaican ska, rock steady, or two-tone?
1: Hmm. I feel like I've heard third wave before Mm -hmm. as a term. I know Ska has a little bit of a background or derived a little bit from reggae. So I'm assuming there's Jamaican Ska. Two-tone definitely seems like that could be something. I mean, Rocksteady, I know as a character from the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Are we doing another tease right now? (laughs) Unintentionally? (laughs) <laughs> unintentionally yeah we'll, we'll we'll get
0: back to that we won't leave you hanging on that we promise
1: but at the same time rock steady can also be a i could see that being related to ska as well i think i'm going to go with two tone
0: two tone is your selection it is is two is two tone correct it's oh. incorrect two tone was one of the errors of ska this uh rock steady would have been the correct answer
1: i almost went with that one
0: yeah rock steady is essential is is essentially a separate genre. It is similar to ska, but it's not one of the eras of ska music. The three eras of ska music uh, in order are Jamaican ska, followed by two-tone, followed by third wave, which is essentially what we're currently in. And, and you know, Jamaican ska is essentially what ska was founded as. You know, this mm-hmm. is, it is a Jamaican style of music. It was the late 1950s. It ran through the early 1970s. One of the biggest Jamaican ska bands, the Scottalites, Um, but really Jamaica just had a lot of, um, independent solo artists, people who were taking it. I mean, there's so much history on this. They, they essentially, Jamaica was able to listen to the radio uh, stations that came in from like the South from like Louisiana, a lot of bluesy jazz stuff. And they sort of were able to take that and develop it into what, became ska music. And then just as a as a, it moved on to Two Tone, which was mainly in Britain, which was mainly in the UK, 1970s, um, kind of became more of a punk rock, a little more aggressive with the music style. This is like bands like The Specials and the English Beat, um, Madness. And then uh, Third Wave Ska kind of took over in the 80s, 90s, 2000s across a, a bunch of countries, UK, Germany, Spain, Australia, and uh, obviously US and Canada, um, is where it took over in North America. '90s ska and punk was a big deal. You had bands like the Mighty Mighty Bostones, Operation Ivy, Real Big Fish, Save Ferris, the Aquabats. So you know um, that is the that's the ska that I knew and I grew up on. And I've since done my studying and research on these other forms of ska. But the the most uh, commercially successful in America is, would be the third wave
1: ska. I mean, especially no doubt.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no <laughs> doubt is the is no doubt and sublime are considered ska music, and and especially in their early days. Mm-hmm. But they had the most like radio success. I mean, to right. this day, I, you know, LA radio plays Sublime and No Doubt every day.
1: I I think pretty much there's a, probably a station in every city that plays one, at least one of those. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. So uh, they they really put the genre on
1: the map. Yeah.
0: All right. Shanties. You ready
1: for your first one?
0: I am. Let's do
1: it. I, I decided to start off with a true and false.
0: Oh wow! Right off the bat, yeah, because you know it's going to throw me off right off the bat,
1: and it may end with one too.
0: Oh, <laughs> more teasing!
1: <laughs> shanties were primarily sung during work. True or false? Okay.
0: True or false? Uh huh. So shanties are songs that are sung on ships uh-huh. on like by sailors. Uh-huh. It would make sense to me that they're sung during work. Like, I mean, <laughs> was that a mic drop? That was, was. a mic drop, wasn't it? <laughs> We'll get, we, I don't ha- I was going to use that little side whistle sound effect. In fact, here it is. <laughs> That's the sound for every time John drops his microphone from now on. So, okay. Uh shanties, you know, I can see it as su- I I'm equating it almost to like the seven dwarves like, you know, they 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 do their whistling while they work. They whistle while they work. I'm going to say true. I'm going to say that shanties are primarily sung or were primarily sung during work. True is my answer.
1: Correct? Yes. Yeah, shanties were primarily sung during work. Um, uh-huh. and, and actually, the, the, the whistle while you work with the Seven Dwarves, if you notice the animation, or if you remember the animation, they're swinging their pickaxes at the, with the rhythm of the song. Yes, uh-huh. So, I don't know how much about sailing vessels, but, I mean, you know, if you're on a small, you know, 20-foot or even 30-foot, you can handle the sails as one person pulling. Okay. You get into those larger, you know, three-masted ships or, you know, even bigger, you need teams of people to do stuff. Uh-huh. And whether it's, you know, to raise a sail or to pull up the anchor. And yeah. so there's a lot of time you need to do it in a rhythm. You know, you don't want one person to pull and then 2 seconds later another person pulls. You want to pull all at the same time.
0: Yeah, isn't like heave ho? Like the there's like even a ch- like heave
1: Oh, I don't know yeah, what that even I mean, relates to. But I, another another thing you can think of is, you know, whenever you, you see the people in the boat and that you've got the drummer. Yes, you, that's what I yeah, was thinking, too. That, that's I mean, it's not a shanty, but it's designed to keep people in a rhythm and going. And so with a lot of the songs, you know, you have one person that leads the song mm-hmm. and then you have a chorus. But then at the end of the chorus, there's some sort of not necessarily a harsh sound, but kind of a stop sound. And that's mm-hmm. when everyone would pull or push on the capstan or something like that.
0: Oh, so it's yeah. So they're pull. They're doing the the f the energy on the on the beat or whatever on right. whatever the sound is. So if it's mm-hmm. a drum, it's on the drum they're pulling. And, right.
1: And in general, shanties don't have instruments. It's all oh, really all vocal.
0: Okay. So so when you say a sound, you literally mean it's not an instrument. It's, it's some the, kind of yeah.
1: It's them singing.
0: I love it. It's chanting. Okay, man. I I'm. I'm and, excited to hear. Well, some and of you these. just
1: said chanting, and so right. I spelled shanty with an S at the beginning. Yeah, it can also be spelled with a C,
0: because they're chanties.
1: Yeah, so there's different f- ways that shanty can be spelled.
0: I love this. I'm learning so much, and we're only one question in. This is great, John. <laughs> All right, let's move on to number two for ska music. Yep. John, which of the following is not one of the popular theories as to where the word ska came from? And you'll notice that I phrase that as popular theories because there isn't one point like this is where it came from. But where did the word ska come from? Which one of these is not one of the popular theories? A, it's the sound made by the guitar in ska music. B, it's short for a common greeting from the time. C, it's short for scat, which is the improvised style of jazz singing. Or D, it's short for skank, which is the name of the upstroke of the guitar.
1: I think I have to go with the... It's short for a common greeting from the time. I'm fairly certain I've heard the the short for scat theory. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the sound made by the guitar, it definitely, depending on the band, you've got that sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I've heard the skank one as well. So I'm going to go with the common greeting for the time.
0: It's short for a common greeting of the time. Yep. That is incorrect. Ah. That is a, that is a real one. And I almost even included the greeting. Uh, the greeting was "Skavuvie." Skavuvie. It was something that they would say when they walk into music clubs or bars. Apparently it's like, Hey, skavuvi. I, yeah, I don't, I probably am using it totally wrong, but that there, there is a strong, um, belief that that is, they took the, the word Ska from skavuvi and, and made it Ska. Yeah. And then, so the sound that the, the Ska guitar makes, like Ska. So mm-hmm. that's that is accurate. The one that is incorrect is skank. Okay. Um, so skank is the name of the offbeat. Uh, of the strumming of the guitar. That is one of the names for it, but it's also a style of dance. that's popularized that I've done many a time. I've skanked at many shows, but I saw no, uh, no evidence that said that that was where the name came from. In fact, you notice that scat, yeah, the improvised style of jazz singing, the, there is a theory, a popular theory, that that's where it came from, so much so to the point that there's actually evidence of like flyers from back in the like early 60s that had ska spelled S-C-A, like <laughs> in scat. So that's why they, that's why that's one of the popular theories. Okay. Yeah, John, sorry, man, off to a bad start. I'm feeling I'm feeling really good. I'm going to be honest, not because you're feeling bad, just because I'm, <laughs> I have a chance. I have a shot at this episode.
1: If I lose, I blame the heat.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got your it's got your brains all all,
1: uh, all jumbled up. I, I mean, if anything, though, the heat should help with that, since Skull seems to be a, a warmer climate music.
0: Yeah, well, you have time to come back. I'm one for one, you're zero for two, so we'll see what what this next question brings.
1: Which word best describes one of the types of shanties? Okay. Throw, haul, unwind, or fly?
0: Okay, very fascinating. So we've learned that shanties are typically sung during working. So there Uh are different types of shanties, Uh which just kind of makes sense because all of those are sort of... Yeah, they're all types of work. Throwing, hauling, unwinding, flying. I I initially was drawn to either throw or haul, but now I'm thinking those are... No. I was going to say those are kind of the same thing. They're not. Throwing is tossing something. Hauling is you're carrying it. Fly is interesting. Flying Mm -hmm. is not something that humans can do, at least not without the help of technology. I'm going to choose haul. uh helps describe a type of shanty. That's my final decision. Correct. Oh, wow. Yes.
1: So when it comes... I mean, obviously, th- there's a bunch of different versions of shanties, but okay. it primarily breaks down into two different actions. Okay. There's the hauling and then there's heaving. Heaving ho! <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, so in hauling actions, you've got long drag, which, you know, you've got a big top sail, like one of the big sails. And so you've got a long drag to go. Or you may just have a short drag, uh, which would be like for a main sheet or a four sheet.
0: Oh, see, so I don't even know. So drag is a a distance of like being pushed by the wind? Is that what it or?
1: No, no, it's just how much rope I think you need to pull.
0: Oh, got it. In order to get the sail up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I'm I'm getting some of the information from Wikipedia. And so a long drag would usually mean that there's two pulls per chorus line. Oh, okay. And then a short drag is, I think, just one. So okay. the, the rhythm of the long drag would get you to, you know, kind of get two pulled in. And then with the, the short drag, you, you've you got one big one. That is fascinating. It, it kind of
0: reminds me of we we talked, I think, last week about in kind of a joking way about the value of a second. And you were saying that it was the time for uh, uh something to vibrate. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the reason I bring that up is because. The, the length of the song is determined by the length of the work, the length of the pull of the rope, essentially, right?
1: Exactly. And most of the shanties had, you know, the first couple verses, everyone knew. And then depending on the length that it needed to be, the person leading the song would make up verses.
0: They'd drop a freestyle. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so
1: even now you may have two bands... You know, sing the same shanty, uh-huh. but the verses might be a little bit different just because of how they wanted to sing it.
0: Do you I don't want to spoil the quiz, but do you get into shanty artists
1: later in this quiz or? Well, I was going to give an example of one. OK, uh, for a short drag. And uh-huh. and actually, we're going to do something this week we hadn't talked about yet. Yeah, yeah. We're going to create a couple playlists. One on Apple Music, one on Spotify. You can hear examples of these. Exactly. So that way we don't get dinged for using other people's stuff.
0: Yeah. We Uh, won't use it in the episode, but we can post it on a playlist and then reference you to that.
1: And so one example of a long drag shanty would be uh, blow the man down. Something that, you know, I think most kids hear at some point. And then another or an example of a short drag is a song called Holloway Joe. You know, the chorus is just away, haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. And Joe is when they would pull.
0: Is that the one where it's like, away, 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 or am I just making something up? You're,
1: I think you're just making something else up. <laughs> um, but I mean, that that's gonna be one of the songs in the playlist. So if you wanna listen to it, uh, the version I'm gonna put up is by a band called The Longest Johns. Um, okay. And they're yeah. actually the one that originally sang the song Wellerman that I mentioned earlier that someone else covered on TikTok.
0: Gotcha. I'm excited to hear it. You're pretty long John yourself, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. That's pretty cool, man. That's very interesting. All right. You ready for number three?
1: I am.
0: This is a true or false question. So here's your 50-50 shot. True or false? Weird Al Yankovic parodied a Real Big Fish song. Real Big Fish being one of the... Hugest 90s ska are still current. They're one of my mm-hmm. favorites. So uh, yeah, they had a they had a big heyday in the 90s. Did Weird Al parody one of their songs, true or false?
1: Can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. So you know how Weird Al always does a polka mix on each album? Uh-huh. Are you considering that a parody or are you talking about like, you know, eat it instead of beat it?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about like he, he took a whole Real Big Fish song and he changed the lyrics of it and made it one of the songs on his album.
1: Granted, my sister could probably answer this question better than I can because I <laughs> haven't necessarily stayed up to date a whole lot on his newest albums. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go with true.
0: You're gonna say true.
1: I'm gonna say true.
0: John is saying true, that is incorrect. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you were you were kind of on the right path though. He he did not parody a real big fish song. He did, however, have a ska style parody song on his album Running With Scissors. So it was a ska song called, ironically enough, called Your Horoscope Today. Yeah, I remember that song now. Yeah, and and it's funny because I remembered it too, and I was like, that was a ska song. I went back and listened. (laughs) It's totally ska. And not only is it ska, they actually, (laughs) two of the members of Real Big Fish, play the horn sections on that song. The reason I wanted to include this question is because each verse he creates a horoscope for Mm -hmm. each astrological sign. So I decided to pull out our horoscopes in the song, (laughs) what he wrote. So for Aquarius, which is your astrological Mm -hmm. sign, he wrote, there's travel in your future when your tongue freezes to the back of a speeding bus. Fill that void in your pathetic life by playing whack-a-mole 17 hours a day. So that's your horoscope for today. My horoscope as a Capricorn is, the stars say that you're an exciting and wonderful person, but you know they're lying if I were you, I'd lock my doors and windows and never, 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 never leave my house again. Uh, so that's which it's much better done when it's sung by uh mm-hmm. picture that with ska music and horns and upbeat and fast. And uh, yeah, there you go. There's your answer. Sorry, John. It's okay. It's a tough quiz so far, but um, now we now we have perfect streaks on the line.
1: Right. If you get this one, I can't win.
0: You can't win. Wow, That's a lot of pressure. Right. Bring it on. Let's do it.
1: When did shanties start? And so this is more of a what we consider to be a shanty.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Thirteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, or sixteen hundreds.
0: I think I w- when I'm thinking of like pirate ships and being active, I'm I'm looking at the sixteen hundreds for some reason. That's I I do think eighteen hundreds was a pretty prominent. Pirate time as well. I don't know that for sure. 1300 seems, it seems too early, but may, gosh, pirates go way back, don't they? As usual, I, I could make an argument for any of these being right, but I'm going to go with what jumped out at me off the bat, which was 1600s, and I'm locking it in.
1: Incorrect. Oh, damn. You, you can still win. 1800s.
0: It was 1800s, yeah. okay.
1: I mean, you, you're not incorrect in that pirates were back in the day. However, pirates are more modern than you think.
0: Oh, I saw I saw Captain Phillip, I know. Phillips, <laughs> Captain Phillips. <laughs> that's that's very modern day pirates from uh where were they from? Do you I can't even remember. From af- Africa, Senegal. Yeah. Was that it? God, now nah, I'll, I'll fix this and tidy up later.
1: But um no, I mean, shanties really became a thing in the in the mid-1800s, the 19th century. And and that's still, you know, sailing ships were still a thing. And then you started getting towards the, the 20th century, you started getting the steamships and everything. And then they started to kind of fall out of fashion because they weren't needed. Because they were work songs, you know, you're not having the heave, you're not having the haul, uh, You know, you've got the steam power instead of sails. You've got motors pulling up the anchor and everything. So, you still had workers, but they were doing other things. Yeah. Um, and so the, the shanties kind of started to go away, but they never truly went away because of a lot of fishing villages and stuff in England and Canada. And so, in the early 1900s, there is a couple people that actually created songbooks of shanties. Oh, cool. Um, and so, that's where a lot of the, the songs can, that you can hear now came from. Are those books, or you know, got passed down in villages by people? That's more or less the
0: modern what we know as shanties. That's real, that's when they started getting um, documented,
1: right? I it's not to say that there weren't things like shanties back in the 1400s. But as more of that modern call and response is the mid-1800s.
0: Gotcha. And the other thing that I, I realized sort of an error that I made is that it's not necessarily just pirates. I mean, it's sailors. It's, right. right. I mean, it's, it's probably commonly associated with pirates, right? But
1: uh, Not necessarily. Um, gotcha.
0: I mean, That's where my mind comes. By,
1: by this time, pirates have kind of died out in general. I mean, after the, the Revolutionary War, pirates kind of died out. So I mean, we're talking more like Civil War time is when these were happening, and so it, it's from my understanding like the British Royal Navy didn't really allow shanties to be sung, but you got the merchant marines and the other you know the whaling vessels and the I mean, it's really you know, whaling vessels and fishing ships and stuff like that. Gotcha. where you've got the, the people that are going to be singing and, and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: interesting. Somalia, by the way, is the country <laughs> I was thinking. of. That is where the pirates from the movie Captain Phillips come from. That's a real-time tidy up for you. Okay, so you were ready for number uh, four on ska music for you? I am. Got to keep it alive by getting this one right, right? Let's see, if you don't get this right, then there's no way you can catch me. Right. Because I already got two. I'm two for three. You are zero for three. Correct. All right, here we go. Number four, the lead singer of which popular third wave ska band, as we know, that's kind of modern ska, mm-hmm. is the current announcer for Jimmy Kimmel Live? Is it the Toasters, the Mighty Mighty Bostones, Goldfinger, or Mad
1: Caddies? I mean, to be honest, I think I've heard of the Toasters.
0: Okay. Well, that was going to be my question is what is your familiarity with these bands? I mean,
1: I I, I know Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. I think I've heard of the Toasters, Goldfinger, maybe, Mad, mm-hmm. Ca- Mad Caddies, no. Okay, but I'm going to automatically rule out Mighty Mighty Boston's because I know they're East Coast, and Jimmy Kimmel records West Coast.
0: Yeah, you're in L.A.
1: So that right there rules out the Mighty Mighty Boston's. The Toasters just by the name seem more East Coast. I'm gonna go with Mad Caddies.
0: Mad Caddies is your final selection.
1: It seems like an L.A. type name. <laughs> it does,
0: doesn't it? Mad Caddies is incorrect. Ah. Actually, I believe the only L.A. band on here—wait, let me make sure I'm not spoiling it. No, I'm not—is Goldfinger. Goldfinger is from Los Angeles. Uh, the correct answer is actually Mighty Mighty Bostones. So you're, you are correct. The name Bostones is a reference to Boston, where they're from. So they are an East Coast band, but Dickie Barrett has is the lead singer of the Mighty Mighty Bostones, has lived in L.A. for many years now, and is— as far as I know, still currently the announcer of Jimmy Kimmel Live. He has been for a very long time.
1: So what you're saying is he's a sellout. He's a,
0: he is a sellout, much like the Real Big Fish song. <laughs> he sold out and moved to LA. He actually, the Mighty Mighty Boss Zones are keeping Ska alive in a lot of ways. They just released an, uh, an album, mm-hmm. and they have a song called... It's the Something Parade, and it's such a good song. Hang on. The Final Parade. Um, and I just discovered this recently. It's an eight-minute song, and it has all these ska artists from bands. Uh, just, I'll read a few here. Fishbone, Less Than Jake, The Toasters, which is an original— they're they're one of the original uh, third-wave and maybe even late two-tone ska bands. Hmm. Um, the Aquabats lead singer makes an appearance on the song. Um, the Interrupters is one of the more current ska bands. This is— um, they had a hit about two or three years ago that was on mainstream radio this song is so good i'm we're going to include it on the playlist the final parade by the mighty mighty Boston's. and some people even argue that that with the interrupters and with this album coming out that it's like oh it's just bringing a, a new wave of ska <laughs> into the so you know i that may be an overstatement but uh, yeah mighty mighty Stones, Dickie barrett is is your guy
1: okay Shows you how much I watched Jimmy Kimmel live.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, let's see number four on uh, on Chanties. All right,
1: here we go. So I, I've had a hard time not saying the answer for this one. <laughs> what was the person who led the songs called? Shantyman, man, song man, leader or director?
0: Oh, I want it to be shanty Man. I don't I don't I'm not picking it yet. Shanty Man is uh, for some reason I picture Shanty Man standing on the corner of the street down the street from where I live, on Pico and Westwood. <laughs> like there's Shanty Man doing his thing. Um so there there's a person who leads the songs mm-hmm. and you've been wanting to describe them the entire time, but you couldn't because you didn't want to give this away. So there's leader and director are pretty like it could be either of those. like those would those would make perfect sense. But I want it to I want it to be something more unique. So I'm going to either choose Shanty Man or Song Man because I said it right off the bat. I'm going to I'm going to choose Shanty Man and lock it in. Correct. Oh, yeah. All right. Shanty Man. (laughs) And he's also on the corner of Pico and Westwood right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's Shanty Man. Uh, He's the one that will lead the song and then, you know, everyone else will sing the chorus.
0: I love that so much. What what how do I become a shanty man is my question.
1: Uh know the songs and then get other people to sing the chorus.
0: You know a good way to to, to learn the songs?
1: You listen to them.
0: Go to our playlist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just to plug some other bands. Um uh-huh. to be honest, I don't know of any American bands that or groups that really do shanties. I think mainly because, I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, fishing towns and everything in the U.S. I mean, Seattle, you know, the Northeast, a bunch of the old Mariner traditions there. But uh-huh. England and Canada have the ones that I listen to the most. Okay. Um. So, like I already mentioned, the Longest Johns. They're from England. There's a band called the Dreadnoughts out of Canada. N-A-U-G-H-T. Yep. As in feel, the type of I, ship.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've heard of them.
1: They do... I will just say this in the most loving way: uh-huh. Canadians can be weird.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, I think they would take that as a compliment. Right?
1: Uh, the dread and the dreadnoughts go with that. They will sing shanties. Um, uh-huh. One of my favorites that they sing is called old Maui. Um, and that's a song talking about being, being a whaling ship that went up to, you know, the Bering Strait to go whaling. And then they'll, once they're done for the season, they head back down to Maui. Wow.
0: Uh, no way. So that, it, yeah. that's, what, what was it called again? Old Maui.
1: Ma- yeah, old Maui. That's a, yeah. that's a song. Yep. It, it's an old song. Uh, the dreadnoughts play it or sing cool. it. They also do punk. Like they're a punk band as well. They'll uh-huh. play like, punk inspired polka.
0: Oh my gosh. You had me at all of those words.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, they've got, I mean, since they're Canadian, they've got a song about poutine and then they even sing some (laughs) stuff in French too. Uh, another great band out of Newfoundland, I believe it's Newfoundland, uh, is Great Big Sea. They sing some shanties, but they also have their own their own stuff. They cover REM's uh, "It's the End of the World."
0: Oh, that sounds great! Yeah,
1: and it's actually a pretty good version.
0: I don't doubt it for a yeah. second. Oh my gosh, just all of what you're describing sounds right up my alley. And I'm not not transitioning just yet, but ska you know, Scott and Punk are very closely mm-hmm. tied together. So there's a lot of ska punk bands, like fusion bands that I like. And I think that opened the door for me to get into a lot of just straight up punk bands. Right. And so you're you're describing a lot of things that I yeah. just-
1: Yeah, and so the Dreadnoughts might be a good intro for you.
0: Good stuff, so. man. Well, thanks for opening the door yeah. to, uh, to the Dreadnoughts and Shanty Men for me. Yeah, no problem. Random, random change of subject really quick. Mm-hmm. We have a listener who lives in Seattle, a good friend of mine named Emily. Mm-hmm. And you, it was funny because you talked about Mariners in Seattle. That's obviously their baseball team. Right. So I want I'm I'm challenging Emily if she's listening to this to try to get the Seattle Mariners to start having more shanty songs at their games <laughs> if they don't already because or to have a shanty man as their mascot I, they have a moose currently I believe but uh.
1: so I'm, I may have not said this mm-hmm. but my my uncle Dale mm-hmm. Uncle Dale yep he's he's been mentioned a few times on here him and his wife actually live on a sailboat what near Seattle
0: is Uncle Dale a shanty man.
1: I mean, if he can get Nikki to, to sing the chorus, I suppose.
0: <laughs> they, they, they literally live off the coast of Seattle in a sailboat. Yeah. They, yep. live, they live in Seattle. So we mm-hmm. so Seattle might be our hottest uh, our hottest listening zone then.
1: <laughs> I think LA is actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, LA might be just for my family and friends. But Emily is a friend who used to live in LA down here. We met at Laverne and we're a very good friend of mine, one of my best friends and uh, lives up in Seattle now. So, all right, let's get your last one for uh, Scott. I
1: have to get Done. at least one.
0: Yeah, you're 0 for 4, right? Yeah,
1: I've never been 0 for 4 or 0 for 5. This is maybe
0: maybe, I I made this. I maybe made this too hard. Well, let's see what we got here. Okay, Orange County, California, is considered one of the major hotspots for third wave ska bands. Which of the following bands is not from Orange County? Less than Jake, Save Ferris, The Aquabats,
1: Suburban Legends. Do you do you mind telling me what cities are in Orange County? Because I've heard of Orange County, but I couldn't Uh tell you what cities are in Orange County.
0: Anaheim is the big one. That's where that's where Disneyland is. Okay. Anaheim, Garden Grove, Cerritos. I'm just naming things off the top of my head until I pull up a list. <laughs> um, Santa Ana, Orange is literally a town, a city. Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, um, Huntington Beach is a big one. I don't know if any of these are helping you, but yeah. Okay. Orange County and Los Angeles, uh, along with like San Bernardino County, this is all considered Southern California. But right. Orange County and LA are very different markets. I right. mean, they're very different places. And I could get into a whole conversation about that. <laughs> but in my I'll be I'll be cautious to not talk crap about Orange County right now. But in my opinion, one of the best things that Orange County did is ska music. That is that is the one thing I can give them mad props for. And Disneyland, they did a good job with that too.
1: I'm kind of torn between, say, Ferris and the Aquabats. Okay. I mean, based off of the towns that you listed that I know. <laughs> I could see Safe Ferris being there, but also not. I mean Safe Ferris and no doubt came out at like the same time. I mean it, and no doubt was more of the the poppy sound and say Ferris was more of the, the harder sound.
0: Yeah. Ferris was the very more tried and true ska sound, if right. you will. Yeah.
1: So that that tends to want me to think that they're more towards LA. But I mean mm-hmm. that may not mean anything since I, you know, I know hardly anything about California, especially <laughs> Southern California. And I know the Aquabats are a huge fan you're a huge fan of you. There yes. 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 Which am. am I misremembering in that did Travis Barker be the drummer for them for a while? That's
0: right. I was almost okay. going to throw in a question about that. He was not their original drummer, but he was their drummer on their biggest album, which was the Fury of the Aquabats. Right. And his, his he was Tito Von Baron back in those days.
1: So that makes me wonder, maybe the Aquabats is more of an L.A. thing instead of Orange County, just because, you know, not their roots, but, you know, what they're tied into. I know they've done, you know, kids shows and stuff like that, but, you know, mm. groups can move. Yeah. As I learned in the last question.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, <I> again, <laughs> Yeah, I love it because you, you're, you're trying to use logic here, much like you did in the last question, right. and then that ended up screwing you over.
1: <laughs> Based off the name Suburban Legends, I mean, Orange yeah. County sounds like it's basically just suburbs.
0: Yeah, you're accurate with that. It more or less is. It's not so really I'm assuming
1: city. Suburban Legends are from the suburbs. So, uh-huh. And Less Than Jake definitely seemed more of a suburbany band. I think I'm gonna go with Save Ferris.
0: Okay, you're locking it in. Let me know when you're locking uh, it in. Locked in. Save Ferris is incorrect. Uh. <laughs> oh man, we got it. We got our first O for five. I thought it would be me, John. I'm gonna be completely honest. I thought it would be me. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is less than Jake. They are oh. from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, all the other three bands: Save Ferris, Aquabats, Suburban Legends. They are all from Orange County. Uh, Aquabats are. Huntington Beach is where they're kind of listed as. I'm seeing, like, they, some of the guys met in Brea. Um, I'm not sure what the Travis Barker connection is. I, now, I'm realizing right now, because Blink-182 is a San Diego band, but... Travis Barker became a member of Blink 182 because the Aquabats were on warp tour with Blink 182. Okay. Blink was having trouble with their drummer, needed a fill in, and Travis Barker came and sat in and finished this tour with them and then said, you know what, I'm going to go with this band instead of the <laughs> Aquabats. <laughs> Say Ferris is Huntington. No, they're just, I just see them as Orange County. I'm not sure exactly where they met, I don't know their exact history, but. Orange County for them, one of their biggest covers, by the way, Come On Eileen, Mm -hmm. um, is one of their biggest songs, Dexy's Midnight Runner, which is a song I play on my radio station all the time. Um, They they also have a song called Spam. Spam is a great song on there. Yeah, we should put Spam on there on our playlist. And Say Ferris, yeah, a reference to um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So yeah, we'll put Come On Eileen and we'll put Spam on our on our playlist. But that's a great album. It means everything if you want to check out um, Save Ferris. And Suburban Legends is, uh, I don't know how nationally known they are. I think they have some national recogn- recognition, but they're a band that I spent many a night going to, they, p- they would play free shows at Downtown Disney. Um, which was just just outside of Disneyland, so you didn't have mm-hmm. to go inside. You didn't have to pay for a Disneyland ticket. You would just go and park, and then you could watch them play for free. And they they would do these like choreographed dance routines. They had two trumpet players, two trombone players, uh, a guitarist, a lead singer, bassist, drummer, and it was they they were almost like, for lack of a better term, almost like a boy band of <laughs> of ska music. But they but they had a little more respect than a boy band would. Um, okay, cool. All right, John. I'm sorry you didn't get any right. But um, we have business to attend to, which is number five. Mm -hmm. got to find out if I can go four for five here, which I think would be my tie my best showing.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's a true or false. Sea songs are the same as shanties.
0: This is going to be a little bit just a, a guess because like prior to last week, I didn't even know shanties was a genre of music. And so I'm looking at sea songs. I'm like, is that a genre of music also? I don't know. We'll throw some Aquabat songs on the list, but the reason I'm bringing them up is they have a song called um, "In." Into the Wild Sea. Now I want to make sure I got that right. And it's such a great song. Oh, it's just called The Wild Sea. And literally the chorus of that song is sailing on and on and on into the ocean, into the sun. And it's it sounds like a sailing song to me. The reason I'm bringing that up is I think that's what I'm going to use as my reference point for more of like a sea song is something different than a shanty altogether. So I am going to pick true. That's Oh no, I'm sorry. Sea songs are the same as shanties. I'm going to say false they are different
1: correct yes and i actually have to correct myself a little bit from the conversation earlier about music okay like with the different bands the Dreadnought song old maui is mm-hmm. actually a sea song not a shanty is that right it but is. they have
0: they have a lot of genres of music right. in there in their catalog yeah. yeah
1: yeah i mean they do some shanties but mm-hmm. old maui is actually a sea song um, another uh, well-known one is the leaving of Liverpool which a lot of Irish bands like the chieftains they've sang that as well as some others and so these are songs that would be sung in what's called the forecastle
0: the forecastle
1: yeah and that's where the sailors would sleep uh it's towards the like would basically be at the front of the, the ship oh not and, the
0: number four but like the front right fore exactly.
1: Okay. And so that's where they would sleep and eat, and you know, if the weather was nice, maybe they'd be up on deck in the fore of the ship. Um, but these songs would have instruments. You know, it might okay. be a fiddle or a concertina, something like that. What's
0: a concertina?
1: Uh, think accordion.
0: That it's, it's like the little the little round accordion. I uh, like cylindrical. I think so. What's the name of it again? I I'm going to look it up, but just for
1: other people listening as well. A concertina.
0: Concertina, something like yeah. This is, this is, I love this. Now I want to learn to play one.
1: Yeah. It's what you're thinking. It's not exactly circular, but. Yeah. It's uh, more of
0: a, what is that? Hexagon. Hexagon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like a little accordion. Um, Oh
0: my gosh. I want to get one now so bad. Ooh, there's one for $22. It's a toy
1: (laughs) one. Maybe I'll start there. (laughs) But, you know, though, you know, sea songs are more like you, what you would think of as a normal song. It's not necessarily call and response where there, there might be some uh, where you've got someone singing the verse and then everyone else is singing the chorus, but it's not geared towards working. It's more geared towards leisure. Being merry, exactly. drinking and being yeah. merry. Yeah.
0: And it's, and so. it's, there's instruments is one mm-hmm. of the big differences too. Yeah. Wow. You have opened up a whole new world for me, John. And I can't tell you how I'm looking at images of concertinas. And it's funny because it's like, I guess I knew this existed, but always thought it was just an accordion, but no, it's some I don't. I'm not that musically skilled. I play guitar and piano a little bit, but I just want to own one of these so bad, John. let's here's what we need to do we need to get enough patrons so we are on patreon um just look up lack of genius you can start with a very small donation of three dollars a month or you can g- go bigger and get but i will i will commit to buying a, a concertina with your money no i guess that's not really a good thing to say i'll use my own money but i will uh w- maybe we'll have to make one of the things where i'll put on a, a private concert for you once i learn to play my concertina let's do that
1: <laughs> sounds good I, and something to keep in mind, shanties and sea songs were also sung in other languages besides English. Oh. Um, the dreadnoughts actually have one in French. Even though I took French in high school, I'm going to butcher the <laughs> the title of this, but name? I believe it's uh, Peak a la Bolognée, Okay. which is basically, it's a song about hunting a whale.
0: Oh yeah, Bolognese, yeah, b- that's like, that, that means that's whale, whale, right? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And so it's all it's all in French, but it's kind of a, a shanty slash C song.
0: Ah, I love so. it. I love it. And we'll put it on our we'll put it on our list as well. Yeah, I am super excited for this playlist. I'm already thinking like because as I go back and edit this, I'm just going to write down every song that we mentioned. <laughs> and I'll also try to throw in um, various bands that I may have mentioned um, <laughs> and maybe maybe didn't even get into the full history of. I hope that, you know, regardless of uh, John, look. We, we just have to face the elephant in the room. You went 0 for 5, and that's okay, man. I love you all the same. You, you have won five episodes. This is the third one that I've won, so you still have the overall record lead, yep. and we've tied two, but... What I will say is I hope that uh, those listening learn something. I, I think you've heard the excitement in my voice over these shanties. Like, this is really exciting for me, and I can't wait to dig in. And I hope that those that are real ska- scholars, scholars for lack of a better word, went easy on me and that I did a decent enough job and that hopefully those who knew nothing about ska going into this were able to learn something.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll have to hang up my uh, checkered vans.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've lost your ska privileges for a little bit. No, this is just all the more reason for you to go in and listen. Yeah. By the way, this was a great week for me because I spent the whole week listening to ska music just to kind of get in the right mindset. Yeah,
1: I've been listening to shanties.
0: So <laughs> yes, and and now this week we're going to be reverse. I'm going to be listening to shanties, and you're going to be listening to all these ska bands. Yep. Well, good time. So, um, we'll, we'll put a bookmark in that and Mm -hmm. we're looking forward to the playlist that, um, we'll have linked, uh, well, in fact, we'll probably have it linked on our, on. It'll be, it'll be in the
1: show notes for the podcast. Yep.
0: Gotcha. So you'll be able to find it there and we can look ahead to next week, which Mm -hmm. we've been kind of teasing a little bit, kind of on accident, Yeah. but we've decided to look into our favorite nineties styled movies, right? Is that what we're kind of
1: saying? Well, not necessarily styled, but some of our favorite movies from the 90s.
0: And so th- what we've been hinting at is what it, what, are we, what are you going to do, John?
1: I'm going to do the classic Ninja Turtle movies, which just barely eked into the 90s and that the first one came out in 1990.
0: There were three of them as far as I know. Yeah. I, in fact, I think I even have all three on DVD somewhere. So I, I do, too. They were movies that I loved as well, mm-hmm. but um, I'm certainly not a genius on them. Um, well, and they
1: all uh, I mean, from what I saw earlier tonight, they all are on HBO Max. So if you have HBO... You can go watch them. You can watch them.
0: So fun fact that I'll say now, and I'll try to remember to say next episode, but my dad uh, in his heyday was an excellent gymnast. He's still a judge of gymnastics. One of the guys who was in the Ninja Turtle movies Inside the Suit, I believe Leonardo in the first one, my dad taught him gymnastics. My dad was was his gymnastics coach. I don't know the name, but I'm going to have to look it up for (laughs) it. That's cool. I'll I'll try to get some info. And I am going to be covering Adam Sandler... 90s movies and i can't off the top of my head we got billy madison we got happy gilmore big daddy so there's a few in there i shouldn't i shouldn't name these because this is probably going to be in the quiz (laughs) i'm a huge 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 adam sandler fan not as much into his like later comedies but now that he's done some dramatic stuff i'm a big fan but i'm going to be focusing on his 90s comedy movies and we look forward to having you along for that ride
1: yeah this should be fun
0: all right john man uh this is a one of my favorite parts of the week is just getting Mm -hmm. together with you and talking on these microphones. And, uh, so, so thanks for the fun times this week. No, no problem. And, uh, and thank you for listening and we look forward to, we'll be back next week having a blast. Yeah. On episode 11, episode 11. We'll catch you then. We're looking forward to it. We are. It's the lack of genius podcast in your ear holes at last. They don't know their Mars from Venus. That's why it's the lack of genius podcast.